Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. Their luck's about to go down the drain. Kat and her brother Daniel are so lucky. They just moved into a new house with tons of rooms, two balconies, and a lawn the size of a football field. But all that good luck is about to run out, because there's something really evil living in their new house. Something that's moving, watching, waiting. Something that comes from beneath the kitchen sink. They said it! <laughs> this is the horniest <laughs> book we've ever read, y'all. Daniel, the bar for the horniest R.L. Stein book we've ever read is on the floor. It is not a hard... It's not so much a bar as it is the floor <laughs> It itself. is the floor. It's the foundation <laughs> of the house we built that R.L. Stein built and that we were living in. The horniest book since Monster Blood. The horniest book since Interlast R.L. Stein book we read. Welcome to Goosebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. My name is Danielle. I have a cat and a PhD. My name is Jojo and I have a PhD. My name is Jeff, or is it? Is it Jeff? Is this really Jeff you're talking to? Or did somebody pay $8 and now they're parodying me? You'll never know. On this podcast, we'll never know. There's no way to tell. I had to get it out. I had to just, just so we could just, hit the algorithm. Yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta get it out. You it. gotta get out our discussion of other. Yes. Of Twitter. Look, other, uh, I, I have to say as, a, as it's like watching the house you grew up in burn down, but for some reason it's just the funniest shit in the world. Cause it's going down so like comically bad. And Jojo, you jumped ship on Twitter a month or two ago. I mean, it's been longer than that. Well, you, 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 you turned in your badge and gun. You turned in your Twitter badge and your Twitter gun. Yeah, they said we well, we can give you this badge back for eight dollars, and I was <laughs> like, "What are you talking about?" I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, Twitter got got eaten up by a dumb billionaire, and now to recoup the forty four billion that they lost, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna recoup it eight dollars at a time. Yeah. So right now, I was reading. So eight dollars gets you the blue check mark. So then you can be one of the cool kids, That's right? So, That's the whole thing. So strange. But then the whole thing is that like it's such a chaotic place full of. Uh, funny people and terrible people, yep. you know, but and like terribly it, funny people, terribly funny people is that it's immediately just being used um, to parody uh, parody uh, actual people and corporations to the point where yesterday, what's the name of that company, Daniel? Ellie Eli Lilly. Lilly, Eli Lilly, which is a pharmaceutical company. Hey, someone, someone hopped in and said insulin is free. Yeah, then- someone <laughs> said insulin is free. Their stock. <laughs> Lost like twenty billion dollars in a day because of it, and then and then they had to come in and be like, "We were, that wasn't true. Insulin is not free." Yeah. And then it dropped for a different reason. So what I'm trying to say is, if someone out there wants to go and parody us and get insulin prices to drop yeah, and destroy it. the stock of other companies that might not be good, you have our permission. Yeah, yeah. Go parody geese bumps with threes instead of e's. So that's that's the news from the Twitter sphere. Beep, 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 beep. That was your so, daily. That was your daily, daily yeah. Twitter. 
everything's Download. fine. So if you want to go follow us on Tumblr, you can do yes, that now. Come to Tumblr where everyone is fleeing. Come to yep. Tumblr where it's still as cringy as you remember. Oh, Tumblr, I love it. Yeah, I have to know which of the doctors is most compatible with uh, Rose Tyler. None of them because it's Dean from Supernatural who gets with Rose and they have a baby and that baby is... Uh, River Song from the past. Ooh, yeah, that that would be some good fanfic right there. That's that's pretty. Much, this is pretty much all Tumblr is. This is really all. It's and that's the thing is I would I I have started us a Tumblr and I have gone back because Tumblr was my stomping ground for social media before Twitter, and let me tell you, same shit. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so it's so lovely to go back to a place where I can say Super Hulak and have it feel like I know things because that has gone out of style so long ago. Tumblr is keeping Supernatural and Sherlock alive. Yeah, gas prices on Tumblr, they're back in early aughts levels. Yep. It's great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're just a time warp. <laughs> it really is. Exactly. You jump back into the year 2008 whenever you jump on Tumblr. It's like a time capsule when the internet was new yes. and shiny. Yes. Guys, what, what book did we read for today's episode? So as the crow flies, we read Goosebumps... R.L. Stein, number 30, Goosebumps. It came from beneath the sink. The sink. The sink. So this is number 30, which is actually, we just did 29 last time, I think, yeah? Did yeah, we? that's on numbers. Oh, yeah. shit, did we go in order? We went in order. Danielle, cool. So Danielle chose this one, and unfortunately, it's been a rough health week yeah. for Danielle. So so uh, we're going to, I'm going to be kind of taking us through, because I read the whole thing, and JoJo skimmed it. So. Uh, well, hey, you know, to be fair, mm-hmm. I did read Stein Tinglers. <laughs> you did read Stein Tinglers. That's, that's why. True. That's why Joe doesn't know how horny this book is. That's why Joe doesn't know how horny this book is. Okay. Well, yeah. we're, we're gonna we're gonna tell him. We're gonna tell you. We're gonna. Well, I don't want to hear it from you. I'd rather hear it from RL. Danielle, did RL did Ellie, did RL give you some horny information on this book? I mean, I think he sent me a telegram that was just it just Ooh, said, that conceit. Okay, let's go for it. It said one word. Don't say vagina. Moist. 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 Okay. Yeah. So he said moist. So RL Stein. Okay. Now here's the problem is I, I would take that as being contextual with what we read. However, we do receive a telegram from RL every three weeks and it always just says the word moist though. Yeah. It's it's how he, it's how basically how we know that's his proof of life. <laughs> that's that we exactly. Know he's, that's <laughs> how we know he's still out there banging around. So, so he sent you a telegram. Joe, did, did you get any uh, communication from R.L. Stein? Nothing beyond baseline, but, you know, quite honestly, and I, this is me putting on my, uh, not my literature hat. I don't have one of those. My chef hat. Mm-hmm. Putting on my chef hat. Do you have a chef hat? No, I don't have a chef no. hat. But if I did, I'd put it on now. Good. Um, there's just not a lot to this one. No, that's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's mostly... Like in in the movie of my mind, because mm-hmm. Jeff read this to me, I had to listen. Oh, you had to listen. I had to listen. Oh, I was forced. It was terrible. It was it was Geneva Conventions help. All this is is just the camera focused on a sponge that's quivering and oozing and like getting like real excited whenever it sees blood. Yeah. That's the entire book. Yeah, if you if you really want to get into like if you really want to like it's like baby's first like deep thought. <laughs> it's basically like you have something that's really ugly and horrible and makes everything's life worse. Mm-hmm. And if you show it love, it'll die. 
Yeah. Yeah. Geez, <laughs> if my mom had known that, maybe she would have loved me. But that's like that's like baby's first, you know. That's right. That's like that's, that's like, like baby's like, first header image on Tumblr. If we're gonna be not to be pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> Blew my mind, bro. So this book, uh, would you like me to give the, a quick synopsis of this book? Please do. If it's, I mean, if it's really quick, and it, I mean, well, it, it's not hard to be quick with this one. No, there's not. All right, not much. Go, hey, go for it. All right, if so, you're so if you're so bad, I am so bad. I'm a bad boy. Uh, I'm, I'm Tumblr bad at Tumblr bad boy. Tumblr bad boy. Tumblr dot com. Yeah. Um, so this is basically what eventually turns into a snuff film of a book. Yes. yes. So we have. Uh, Kat and Daniel, who are kids with their mom and dad moving into a new house, and they move pretty dope. It sounds pretty dope. And they move into this new house and they find what they describe to be under the sink of this new house that they have not been inside of before. A they describe it as a sponge. Now, when you say sponge, we I think of like a scotch, you know. Dish sponge. Yeah, you think of the little green one. The little green one with the the rough back and the soft side, right? That's what we all think of when we think of sponge. Well, I didn't. Not well, you didn't. From the cultural ether that we were talking about, like sea sponge. It's a so I fucking knew. It's both. It's a they find what is uh, a actual washing sponge, but it is an old timey like what they when they use I guess actual sea sponges to do that. It's like when they have scenes where they're like bathing someone, like a loofah, more of a loofah than they use that big poofy beigey brownie loofah thing yeah. it was a it was amorphous squishy shape yes yeah. not potato but potato in essence yes if you saw it without your glasses on you'd think potato, you'd think potato. if you so, saw it without your glasses you'd be like ooh get some sour cream on that <laughs> put that in the microwave for two minutes mm, put mm. that in my mouth um, so the entire book is that this thing that they found in their new house brings bad luck that is the entire book yep and Hold nothing up. that they do will stop bad luck from keep happening to people who have or are around this sponge. And it's, it's literally the whole book until except, the... Except? Except the trick is you can't get rid of it. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. So it's bad luck. And if you get rid of it, you'll die a day later, yep. supposedly. You only have 24 fucking hours. However, if you keep it, you might die as well because it almost murders... This is the book that, this is one of the first, I think, Goosebumps books that use the words kill and die the most. Oh, and, yeah. and this gets violent. It gets very violent. So it so is. There's a, there's a lot of uh, situations of instant, like bad luck death. Yeah. Bad yep. luck hurting. Yep. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, skull fractures and a lot of smushing. Here's what this book is to give modern audiences a better idea. It's Final Destination with a sponge. I had the yeah. thought that it was Final Destination. <laughs> yeah. It is. I can agree with that. It is. It is final. This girl is the kids are just constantly bad luck happening violently to them, and then we they don't know how to get rid of the sponge. And then at the end of the day, they find out because the sponge likes it when bad. The sponge basically is a live little monster, and then as bad things happen, which sounds adorable, it looks like a little, a little, I guess a mogwai when like without the ears. It's just a furry, weird little thing. And whenever bad things happen, it seems to enjoy it, and it starts to vibrate yeah, it and gyrate. It starts to do a little... Mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah, it pulsates. It pulsates and changes color. And then they find out the only way to get rid of this thing, otherwise they will have bad luck for the rest of their life, is they have to show it affection and love. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is... The whole book is literally... Because chapter three, they find it. Mm-hmm. Chapter 29, they kill it by... by, 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 by. And in, in between, they just fondle it a lot. 
it's just yeah they font it's just bad luck bad luck bad. it's just literally a series of no progression in the story yeah it is just a series and i have a list of them written of every bad luck thing that happens and there is one two three four five six there's like 15 things that happen see this is because it's an internal journey that we go on in this book oh yeah what's what where are we going on that journey well, we're we're exploring the concept of love and hate, violence and nonviolence, mm-hmm. um, sponge and not sponge. That's mm, you know, there are a lot of things that aren't sponges. There that are is, so yeah. many that's true. things. In fact, I would almost almost argue that most things. I mean, it's a bold stance to take, but yeah. I mean, of all the things that aren't sponges. The only thing that aren't aren't sponges are sponges. So that's <laughs> right. like a lot of stuff. But here's the thing: isn't. is if if you if you subscribe to that, all matter is sort of intertwined, and there is no separation between any object, physical or otherwise, in mm, this world. And time then, is a flat right. circle. Time is a flat circle. Then technically, also everything is a sponge. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, sponge, you're a sponge. Yeah. Everybody do the sponge. Everybody do the sponge. <laughs> this is a this is a bad book. <laughs> So, well, okay. So, Joe, like, what you say? It's a bad book. You do, you do honestly believe it's a bad book. Where would you rank it with with? It Goosebumps? was kind of like imagine. Okay, you know, like a um, a normal distribution curve. Sure. Sure. So, like, you have the 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 ninety five percent, and then you have the five percent, and then a bulk of like the 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 tallest point is like middle, middle. like fifty percent, yeah. right? Now, the good Goosebumps books are on the extremes. <laughs> The ninety-five percent is like werewolf skin. The five percent is like Legend of the Lost Legend. Oh my god! <laughs> this is like dead center. It's yeah. like who cares? It's bad. I think Danielle and I were talking about this when we read it. Is that this book? I we give this book credit for sticking to its concept. Yes, and, it, it, and having an ending that makes sense. Yeah, like can, with with what's happening. It actually had a concept and it didn't like it didn't go on an LSD trip somewhere it, in the middle. Yeah, well, I guess. But when your concept is bad luck, it's I guess you don't have to deter from that too much. because No, you can just that's do, pretty easy to fit in. But like it, 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 it makes sense. I mean, the book makes I like, sense. I like the book personally. I'm a fan because uh, it's 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 weird. It's unlike a lot of other Goosebumps books because it it does kind of have a have more of a focus but it also it gets crazy violent and very hateful it turns into very an a, it, it turns into an a24 film yes with the, the depiction of violence and like it all seems very visceral and yes. and I, I mean if arlstein's not here and i'm sure if arlstein was here and some and arlstein had time to like really put his you know his thoughts into 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 words and and had like an idea about what this book might be about he might say something about how you know violence isn't the answer and and but it's love but love kills love but love will kill you as well <laughs> you know it's like water is all life giving but yeah. also it will murder you so unless where, you're a sponge sponges actually usually sponges like sponges like water yeah where's where's the balance you know yeah. so my only real issues with this book is just the decisions to have it be a sponge it is very strange and and very odd choice and and also but not a sponge yeah it's sponge except it's also a creature and what's the creature called Creatures, Jojo, what's the creature called? The gruel. G R O O L. Yeah. They made it up. Now, I don't know. I, well, I didn't know. I didn't Google it. Maybe this is a real thing. No. No, okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it is not. There is no such thing as gruels. I don't think so. 
So do we want to get into, yeah, into stuff? Let's, yeah, let's let's our show has rules, so okay. let's start let's start following them. So this story opens with uh with weirdly the way that most RL Stein Goosebumps books uh, stories open is that like the family's moving into a new house. Mm-hmm. So the family's moving into a new house three blocks from their old house. So <laughs> big changes. Oh, yep. Big, big changes for this family. Big kind of just like a slight, like now instead of a two bedroom, one bath, it's a two bedroom, one and a half bath. You right. know, like yeah. in Add the it. same design style. Yeah. So we've got, we've got Kat, which is Catherine, but she goes by Kat with a K and Daniel, who are the kids. And then mom and dad, obviously unnamed because they do not matter. Now, as I said earlier, R.L. Stein seems to have had like a pretty good grasp on like the concept of the horror element, but seemed to kind of be loosey goosey with like the surrounding details of of. They spend a very long time describing this house, yeah, by the way. But here's the funny thing, and this is what I want to start off with, which is uh, chapter one. It's page uh, page five for me. It's like the third page of chapter one. Is they are literally we are with them as they are going to the house. Today is move-in day, which can be very exciting, I guess, if you're a kid moving three blocks from your old house. <laughs> so actually, today it looked really messy and old because they were looking. So they're they're looking at the house, right? Three stories high, sitting up on its own little hill with butter sh- yellow shutters and at least a dozen windows. A white porch wraps around the whole house. Like this, fucking cool. The front yard must be about the size of a football field. That can't be, but it's it's not a house. It's a mansion. Well, practically a mansion. It's enormous. A but it is not exactly fancy. What mom calls a comfortable old shul kind, old old shoe kind of house. Old shul, old after yeah. school lessons on the Torah, kind of a house. Uh, mom said so. They're looking at the house on the outside. Mom says nothing that can't be taken care of with a good cleaning, a coat of paint, and a few bangs with a hammer. Mom, dad, and Daniel climbed out of the car, and we all stood staring excitedly at the house. And in the sentence that just throws me for a loop, today I'd finally get to see the inside. Yeah, you've never seen this house. That it's well, only three never... blocks from you. They well, Dan- Danielle. They don't live in it yet. They can't go in there. Yeah, but like, wouldn't you take a tour? Usually, like when you're in the process of like buying the house, you'd like but, take the okay, kids over he, there. Okay. Yeah, no, you would. No, you, you would never take the kids to look at the house because their opinion doesn't matter to you. I mean, it, it is kind of a power move to be it, like, it, we're it, moving. I don't give a the, shit that's what how you the think. Parents make a power move. <laughs> that's how they establish. Pack your shit. We're going. Yeah, you don't get to see what it looks like. Only we get to know. The parents don't need to sell the kids on the house. But like, I feel like it's just weird that they don't know. They didn't even get to see the inside at all before <laughs> they move into a new house. And you didn't even like look at the window. You didn't go on a little tour with mom dad and the realtor to be like huh three blocks away it's still pick close to our old room. school yeah pick out nope, a room no nope. but guys see this is what i mean like see you're, you're you're not thinking like like how a parent would think a parent would never show the kid the house before they moved into it because the kid's too busy with soccer football sports so so a lot of the first three chapters is is just house 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 a lot of house house house, house. Cakes, 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 cakes. But also a little bit of character development. And we get the first little bit of character development um, at the beginning of chapter two. At go yeah. at the end of chapter one, going into chapter two. Um, Kat's looking around. They're they're supposed to be unpacking stuff. They're trying to clean things. And she's uh, she found the cleaning supplies box. And she is her mom told her to clean out the insides of the cabinets. So this is a real fixer-upper. No one prepped this place yeah, ahead of yeah, time. This is this is like old school. The realtor didn't need the the former owners didn't even clean it. Like, nope. nope, it's dirty as fuck. They say that it's not painted. Everything's filthy inside. So yeah, they it's definitely bought this <laughs> as is. This is a flip or a flop. <laughs> 
cat's uh, hearing a squeaky noise, uh, like the sound of a footstep or on an old wooden chair that made her stop short of cleaning. Wait, the sound of a footstep on a she chair? Steps on, she steps on chairs. Does that- wooden stair, sorry. What is that? I wondered, my heart beating faster. I opened, I slowly opened the cabinet, tried to peek inside. I opened it a little wider, a little wider. I heard the noise again. My heart was pounding now. I opened the cabinet door another inch, and then it grabbed me, a dark hairy claw. It wouldn't let go. I screamed. Beginning of chapter two. We all know who it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Daniel, you scared me to death. I screamed. I pounded him off my back. Laughing his head off, my brother yanked off the stupid rat costume. He had insisted on packing. Now, an atypical costume choice, to say the least. Yeah, some questions arise. I have a few questions. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm at this point 35. I've been, to, well, I've been to a few spirit Halloweens in my day. And right. Almost never is there a rat <laughs> costume. I have never beheld a rat costume. Wolf costume, I'll give it to you. Lion costume, I'll give it to you. Hey, you know what? I'll even allow you to go so far as bear. Rat? Rat. Yeah, rat's not. I mean. Rat's not the there, go-to. Is there a, I mean, I don't, I've never seen a sexy rat costume. Unless you're dressing like a sexy rat from Beekman's World, which is a <laughs> which is a reference nobody gets. Kind of like twirling that tail with a little flirt, you know. Well, wait, wait, here's my my weird question is yeah, okay. So first of all, just to let you know, this rat costume, you're like, oh, I yeah, guess exactly. this is gonna happen. It's there's we're gonna see yeah. this later on. Never again. We Not never see nope. the rat costume again for the whole book. But here's my thing with the wording is laughing his head off. My brother yanked off the super rat costume. He had insisted. On yeah, so, so they had an argument about this. <laughs> so did they? Did they leave a bunch of shit at the old house? And he was just like, "Look, you always gotta see Jeff moving is a good excuse to throw out your rat costume, Joe." Really? This is another parental power move where they're just like, "Look, you could take ten things. <laughs> Everything else stays here." But I need my rat costume. It's like, okay, no, I'm going to take my rat costume. It's between my rat costume and my insulin. And Eli Lilly <laughs> just said it's free. The rat costume comes with me. You could you could take your rat costume or your Super Nintendo. What's it going to be? can't have both. Ugh, I mean, where am I going to find another rat costume? Because I, Joe, in the real world have seen other Super Nintendos. This is the only <laughs> rat costume I've ever encountered in any media or reality. So, yes. It is a custom-made rat costume that <laughs> that I've had. It was No, it's, it's been passed down. This is a family heirloom Oh, an heirloom. Oh. Yeah. When, your, when, when your grandparents came over to Ellis Island yeah. in 1920, your grandfather only had one thing packed in that briefcase. It was this rat it costume. It was that rat costume. He wore it for his wedding. Any, any, uh, I can, I, would you like me to continue moving on to the next things that I have? No, highlighted? yeah, let's, let's keep going. There's really nothing else here. They have a dog named Killer. Yeah, they have yeah, a dog named Killer. Yeah, don't forget the dog named Killer who immediately fucking takes off. Right. So, well, not immediately. Not immediately. Oh, that's right. Does show up for like a couple sniffs. I would like to, I would like us to, to focus. And I, if you both have, excuse me, if you both have the book open, I'd like somebody to read. It's the last uh, couple pages of chapter two. Um, the actual description of the sponge when okay. it's discovered. So, so killer, the dog is snoo- snooting around yep. under the sink and finds what is to be the antagonist of this whole book? Because there is no bully. Nope. Nope. Um, there is only a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters total if you count the dog. <laughs> if you count the aunt who only shows up for a chapter. And if you count the teacher, which only shows up for a chapter. Do you count the sponge? 
If you count the sponge, then there was nine characters. Can't believe you didn't count the sponge to begin with, I, Jeff. You're a coward. Very rude. It's going to make it angry. It's going to make it happy yeah. that I did that. I don't so this know. is on the the description of the sponge I have is on chapter three, which is it's around. It's just a. It's like it's a. It's a perfectly ordinary. This is chapter two. It's a perfectly ordinary, small, rounded, light brown, little bigger than an egg. Chapter three, the round sponge moves in the hand gently, slowly, in and out, in a lazy rhythm. Right. That's all I got. It's fucking dirty, dude. So I need. That's all you know about it. It's, it plays nuts. EDM music, and is a sponge. Yeah. So the so moving forward from this point of introduction to Sponge, our ninth character of the book, um. It is just a series of now bad luck incidences. The first in chapter four, um, Daniel, not Danielle, Daniel um, hits his head inside the cabinet, gets mad, right? Yeah. The thing that happens, though, every time something bad occurs to somebody and the sponge is around, then there is a, a, we get this over and over. It is a description of what the sponge does. Which when, is <laughs> just absurd it's weird and it's and this is where like i will say to danielle's credit that it is weird not a, i wouldn't say even erotic but like there's some visceral element to the way that this sponge is described as reacting to the 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 bad negative stuff occurring around it and this is chapter four everyone's yelling and screaming around however so to it are you you're causing a lot of trouble aren't you this is cat talking to the sponge I felt sort of dumb talking to a sponge. You should. Yeah, you it's should. Fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were dumb <laughs> yeah. when Jeff read that quote, but now it's confirmed now because really it's a stupid so. thing you're doing. But it didn't feel like a sponge. Not at all. It's warm. I thought in surprise, warm and damp. Are you alive? I asked the wrinkled little ball. Also a normal thing to ask. This is not a Studio Ghibli movie. You should not be asking inanimate objects if they are alive. You I, don't know her life. I don't. I closed my hand around it softly and the weirdest thing happened. The sponge started moving in my hand. Well, not exactly moving. Pulsing slowly and gently. That's moving, just so you know. That's yes. movement. That's, That's what movement, movement is. Movement, yeah. I've heard it, this. Cha-chunk. Cha-chunk. It moved like the plastic model heart we used in science class. Weird specific reference that we never hear about, yep. but sure. Okay. Do plastic models move? I don't... I would assume... Apparently these ones do. I mean, this is the early 90s. That's pretty high tech. That's a good it school. Is. A good school. That's why they stayed in the neighborhood. They didn't want to move more than three blocks away. That school with their fucking science out of this world. And the award for best science in Ohio goes to... <laughs> that school. That school with the plastic hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Could I be feeling a heartbeat? I peered curiously at the thing. I ran my fingertips over the wrinkles that covered it, pushing back the folds of spongy, <laughs> of spongy moist material. Whoa, I cried startled. Two wet black eyes stared out at me. I shuddered. Yuck. You aren't a sponge at all, I thought. Sponges don't have eyes. Do they? What are you, first of all? Hopefully the do they was just a purely like jokey thing you said to yourself there. They don't have, they don't have, they lines. don't, but like then they're, they're plants, right? They're, they're water plants. Okay. We're good. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Uh, I needed some answers quick, but who could I talk to? Who do you go to for your sponge related questions? Science teacher, science teacher. Well, so, so that's our first introduction to what you're going to see happening over and 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 over again. in this book is bad thing happen. The sponge gets titillated. <laughs> is literally what happens. The sponge. I, I love this little sponge. Sponge gets off on bad luck happening to people. It loves it. It loves it. Like you want, yeah. you want to see something get wet. 
Yeah. Boo booey. You're gonna you're gonna you know what? Every time something bad happens, you're gonna have to wring that sponge a bunch of times because Ooh, it yeah. is soaked. It is very moist. Yes. So that's 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 our that's our introduction to now you know everything you need to know about the sponge. Yep. Yep. And we get to the middle of the book pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, actually. it literally is just a series of bad things happening, which starts with so Daniel hits his head, dad falls off a ladder and sprains his ankle. Carlo, who is Daniel's friend, um, who wants to hang out with the sponge, I guess. Yeah, Carlo is like you really think the sponge is cool. Sponge. Do we have do we have a, a part for that? Yeah, so uh, this is, I think if it's chapter six, it's the first couple of pages of chap- chapter six where the first actually I'd say this is important because it's the first violent thing that happens. Yeah, and and the way it's described, I don't know if you have it in front of you, Joe. If you wanted to, to read yeah, this that. is page twenty four. Um, so at this point, Carlo has requested taking the sponge because he wants to scare Sandy, his babysitter. Ooh, look at this! Ooh, it's a sponge. Ooh, look, I brought you a little. Egg-shaped sponge. So he he he's looking at it. I mean, he wants it. Carlo then reaches in to like, you know, touch it, mm-hmm. and then like it goes no. And then a cat turns around in horror because Carlo yanks his hand from the gerbil's cage. His hand was fine. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a car it was a classic Carlo goof. And Carlo goes like, ugh, you give me a hand. <laughs> and then as he's walk as they're walking away. He's Carla goes, I have an idea. Maybe we should put the sponge on a leash. We could take her for a walk, which is fucking classic. Yeah, that would so, be hilarious. So fucking It's like a funny. pet rock is yes. from the from the 80s and 90s. Very much. And, but you know, that doesn't work. So then as they're leaving, um, then Carlo just um steps on a nail. <laughs> yep. Full on. Yep. Full on puts his entire foot. I turn to see Carlo hopping frantically up and down on one foot. His face twisted in pain. He points wildly at his foot, falling back onto the bed with a groan. Blood oozed through his white sock. (laughs) The sponge did it. A long nail had poked through the thick rubber sole into Carlo's foot, which is not the way that I would have described that as a poke. I would describe it as as a full on pierced uh, impaling. And it's and you're in an old house. Yeah. That's so all that's fucked up. All tetanus. That's all tetanus. It's tetanus yep. all day, er day. Mm-hmm. And then and then also we get this this part. Um why did the sponge creature get excited when Carlo stepped on the nail? And it's like, okay, it's it's the two thousands. Don't kink shame. <laughs> I know, right? Let the sponge have its kink. Because yeah. there's a there's a I mean, there's a couple of things to that, but okay, then then we get this, which is I, I by the way. This is a convention that happens in in this. I think this is what made this Goosebumps book so terrible for me is this convention because then it goes, I wouldn't find out the frightening truth about the sponge creature the next day. Oh, yeah, I hate this part. I uh, um, When I learned it, I understood why there were so many accidents in our new house. And it made me wish that I'd never opened the cabinet, never reached into the sink, and never found the spongy thing because now it was too late. So... So this is chapter six, and it's, it means it's seeding the rest of the book that it's in. Well, it's kind of like an expression of like cowardice, right? Because it's yeah. like, you know, I know at this point all that's happened is here's a sponge and dude steps on nail, but trust me, it connects and it is scary. <laughs> it, it, it's like a false promise of like we know this seems weird right now. Stick with me, yeah. For and it's a while. like, and it's like book. Trust yourself. Have some self confidence. Yeah. yeah, believe in yourself. Believe in the <laughs> believe in the strength of your convictions. I had I had that whole thing. It's the last page in chapter six, and it literally is sort of just like 
hey, like, if you go to dinner with me, I promise I'll pay for dessert. Like, don't even worry about it. I'm going to seal the deal on this. Yeah, it's like, I promise I won't split the check in an incredibly <laughs> odd way. It, it's, it, it did seem, cowardly is a very accurate way of, de- of describing that because it is sort of like, it's like you're trying, you're, you're, you know, it does it a couple times in the book where it, it alludes to something later happening to try and maintain interest for and, the I, reader. and I think like on the other hand like the very next chapter is a jump of just like Olympic level distance because it's like now we're at a birthday party yeah 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 uh, so Carlos steps on the nail right uh next bad thing that happens because you're like oh that sucks that's kind of a, a painful violent thing this isn't just like goofy dumb yeah stuff. no this is this is more violent than your typical it's not it's not slapsticky violence it's yeah. not like oh like you know uh, a bucket fell on my head and it's not like embarrassing no bad it's luck. like you just got impaled on a nail yeah it is like it, you could get seriously injured the next one happens at the end of chapter seven um come on daniel cat says i repeat i replied walking quickly down the street mrs vanderhoff will keep me after school if i show up late Daniel trotted over to me. Suddenly, his eyes bulged. Cat, look out. He screamed, crack. I heard a frightening sound above my head, a loud cracking, as if someone had cracked about a thousand knuckles at the same time. <laughs> That's a big crack. I glanced up in time to see a huge dead tree branch hurtling down through the air. I froze. I couldn't scream. I couldn't move. I couldn't move a muscle. I was about to be crushed into cat litter. Yeah. Which, which is a pun. It's a pun. Cat litter. So uh, she gets out of the way. Um, almost dies. Basically. Almost dies, but doesn't. Almost suffers incredible trauma. This yes. is where the book definitely takes more of a final destination. <laughs> yeah, approach. this is where it's like, oh shit, these kids could die. So, and then when that happens, obviously the next bit, first, you know, couple pages of chapter eight, the fucking sponge <laughs> loves it. Can I can I read its description of the sponge just just real quick? After, oh, by all means, on chapter on, on chapter eight, right? Yes, it, oh, yeah, it ahead, sees a cat almost turn into cat litter. And the sponge's response is that it's breathing louder and faster and deeper than I'd ever heard before. And it's apparently described as whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you breathe. It's mouth yeah. breathing. Well, I it's, breath. It I gets, breath. It, we the sponge, it has asthma. <laughs> it gets excited. It, yeah, and it starts to wheeze a little bit. Wheeze. Yeah, but. And it's, Throbbing its little heart out, mm-hmm. practically hopping around on the ground in excitement. So I ba-boom. love this sponge. <laughs> to which, ba-boom. But then our protagonist, because we're thinking this too, obviously goes, that's very weird. <laughs> that's an odd behavior. Yeah, she kind of just accept this, accepts that this thing that shouldn't be alive and moving is like throbbing and and breathing. Yeah, she's just kind of like, yeah. okay. It has um, eyeballs. Remember, and, it has eyes. It, it has does. eyeballs. It now, does have now, eyes. Here's the thing, and I need to point this out because it's it's super important mm-hmm. because this is an example of bad science also Uh-oh. Uh-oh. that I think we all need to be aware of is so tree branch falls, right. almost hits cat. She's like, oh, beans, that was a close one. I could have died. And then the sponge has its little episode. <laughs> it's <laughs> asthma attack or whatever. It gets its inhaler. And then she goes... Um, it seemed like the sponge was really excited, like it enjoyed being near my accident, like the accident made it happy. Now, this is what I like to call correlation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not necessarily there causation. Is nothing, there is nothing. Like, what would make you think? Maybe it's scared. Maybe it's worried for you. Or yeah. maybe it's, or maybe, and this is my favorite part, maybe it has nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, maybe a sponge can't 
break off a giant tree branch. She's just, why humanize this sponge? <laughs> I'm so like, okay, first the, the logical leaps. I mean, for as much as that nothing happens in this book, there are so many logical leaps. It is one young girl's descent into madness. <laughs> as she comes into contact with what we can only assume is a kitchen sponge laced with LSD. I was, I was just like, yeah, one, one woman's descent into madness as she clutches a squishy piece of asbestos that was under the sink. <laughs> This is your this is this is your brain on fiberglass insulation. <laughs> uh, so then they go and see, um, they go see Mrs. Vanderhoff, who is a brain. She knows mm-hmm. basically everything, Big brain. and they say she's very smart, but also kind of a bitch. Yeah, because yeah. she turns out to be a big dick about it. No one believes these kids that the sponge is alive. Yeah, not even Miss Vanderhoff. They, they also throw in kind of a pointless sort of aside, like she took us to visit a spooky old theater. Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. that like a separate like, book? Are we supposed to? Okay. <laughs> is that relevant? No. All right. Um, and then on page thirty-four, she's into when, science, but also ghosts is what it's trying to say. Yeah, it yeah. goes. Um, cat. She shows them the sponge and says, and Miss Vanderhoff says, "A uh, cat." This is an ordinary sponge. <laughs> it dries up when someone, when like a grown up looks at it. It's like Toy Story. It's like Toy Story with a sponge. It stops throbbing and, and oozing. And then the, and then Kat goes like, no, you're wrong. It's more than a sponge. And Miss Vanderhoff just looks at it and looks at her. And she goes like, I don't know what you're talking about. This <laughs> thing doesn't have eyes and it's not alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and she walks away. I can't say she's wrong. I can't say she's wrong. Because, because Miss Vanderhoff is doing what I like to call science. <laughs> <laughs> Which is looking at a thing and being like, not alive. <laughs> Goodbye. There is a comeuppance that arrives. Um, she reaches into her desk to pull out test papers. The desk slams <laughs> on her finger. Which is, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, like I yeah. She have, like a roll top desk. Like, yeah. And it just like slams about? down like a garage door. Boom. Yeah. It's not like a car door. Like what the shit. And she says, well, she says she smashed them in the drawer. Sponge is crafty. It's sponge is telekinetic. <laughs> or... She really did do that. Right. This is uh-huh. my point. Like, like the sponge is like, all we know about the sponge is cat thinks it's doing things. Yes. Yeah. Cat yeah. is an unreliable narrator. Well, well, here's the thing, Joe, you say that, but we get evidence in the next, literally the next chapter. Evidence. We get, evidence you say, huh? Ev- yeah. Evidence. Chapter you sure, nine. You, hey, you sure about that? Yeah. Chapter nine, Daniel finds in the school library, the encyclopedia of the weird which i first was like nah but i was like you know i actually kids would check out any book that had that shit oh shit yeah if i saw that i would check that out encyclopedia of the weird and the cat's like hi is your picture in there hey so this is chapter nine second page daniel flipped the pages quickly muttering to himself (laughs) grevels griffins grocks here it is. He shoves the book under my nose. It smelled funny, sort of musty. Well, it's a book. I guess it had been sitting in the library shelf for a long, long time. Daniel pointed to a drawing on page 89, which is, this is a long book of weird shit. 89 yeah, There's pages. a lot of weird shit in the world. I lowered my eyes to the page, wrinkly skin, tiny black eyes. It does look like the sponge. I gasped. I began reading the story underneath the drawing. This is a gruel. Ah, the gruel. A gruel is an ancient and mythical creature. Mythical, that means it's not real. It's made up. But it is real. <laughs> this book says it's real. Keep reading, Daniel urged. The gruel does not eat food or drink water. Instead, it gets its strength from luck. Bad luck. <laughs> the gruel has always been known as a bad luck charm. It feeds on the bad luck of other people. The gruel becomes stronger each time something bad happens around it. Uh, bad luck for the gruel owner never ends. The gruel cannot be killed. 
Bad luck for the gruel owner never ends. The gruel cannot be killed by force or by any violent means, and it cannot ever be given away or tossed aside. And in the last part, a gruel is only passed on to a new owner when an owner dies, <laughs> like the Santa Claus. Anyone yep. who gives the gruel away will die within one day. So now we have our gruel lore. That is also a misinformation on the Santa Claus, Jeff. It is not <laughs> if the Santa Claus dies. The Santa Claus has to be killed in single combat. That's true. Hand to hand. Like Mad Ma- like Highlander rules. Like God intended. So yeah, so now we know what the, now we can say it's a gruel and not a fucking sponge. For the love of God, it's the most important thing that happens yeah, in the book. Yeah, it took us 39 pages to get but there. But we got yeah. there. Boy, did we get there. It's also sort of weird because it's like, there's a, there's a thing in that, that description that you realize was not set up, which is... And they could have, this is, this is what I mean when I say this book is so fucking in the middle yeah. <laughs> distribution is because like, they didn't say the previous owner of their new house died. No. No. It, we just have to assume. Well, here's the weird thing is like, they could, they, that seems the whole point of them moving into a new house because honestly, the only, you could have had the gruel, the sponge pop up without having them move into a whole new fucking yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. And and I actually, here's the thing that's really fucking me up is I have a memory of watching the Goosebumps episode of this. Yeah. Ooh. I saw a photo of it. The, the gruel looks amazing. But their new house just looks like any old house. Right. But they kind of make it out like it's a house from the fucking Conjuring. Yeah. They make this house is described as like being big, like a haunted house, basically. Yeah. But it, it literally isn't. Like nothing... There's no lore about the house. There's no, no, no. information about it. You no. know, because like if we if we did like the, uh, the what's the name of that production company? Uh, Is it Ghost Lions, House? Lionsgate? No, no, no. What's the one that makes the horror movies where it's the key hole with the skull? Blumhouse. Yeah, Blum, if we did a Blumhouse version of this, it starts with you know the the you know the family's walking uh through the house and then the realtor's talking about blah blah and blah oh yeah you know old mr mcgunty yeah you know he was he was crazy by the end he kept saying that the the sponge is out to get him we didn't know what he was talking about it and then they show a little picture like that's the begruel well, they could have also been like, oh, the owner, the previous owner died by slipping on a banana peel. Yeah, or something bad. Something, something bad, bad lucky, yeah. you know? And then, then then, the parents are like, this is a really incredible deal that we're getting yeah. because we know someone died in here. We found out. But we don't you know? care and we don't have to tell the kids because fuck That's them. Right. And also, it's only three blocks from our old house. So pretty easy. We don't even need movers. We'll just walk everything yeah. down. Yeah, they and it, it seems to kind of yeah, like it very wants to be in the middle of it doesn't want to be definitive in describing much about the gruel. Um, and also it says it gets strength, but like the, uh, by strength, it just like vibrates harder. Like, yeah, like it just quivers more. It, it, is, uh, it, it doesn't turn into like a monster. It's not like it turns into like a gremlin at some point, which you well, kind of yeah. expect. And that's sort of the dumb implication, right? Like it's as it as it grows in power, the things it does become worse. But I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to escalate beyond stepped on nail. Yeah, like stepped on nail, get fucking creamed by a branch. If, it, if, it, if the escalation is step on nail to my dad fell off a ladder <laughs> dad felt like hands crushed in drawer like that's yeah. Yeah. that's a step backward actually it's it's like it's like a it's like they spun a wheel i think the gruel has to spin a wheel of bad things that could happen and there's no like escalation yeah no it's just like it's just like wheel of fortune they just... he, okay first of all okay i take that back the gruel has to work with what's in front of it that's true the gruel has to improvise so so okay let me let me, let me start let me stop you there i don't think the gruel is doing this i think cats <laughs> just a dumb, stupid child. <laughs> okay, I think the gruel 
has powerful telekinetic powers that it uses to inflict pain upon people so that it can quiver. It needs, it it has to quiver. This is why Miss Vanderhoff said Kat was wasting her time because that's not how (laughs) science works. Well, guess who's laughing all the way to the bank? The gruel, because Mrs. Vanderhoff isn't. She's at the nurse's office where Kat had to take her for her uh, for her fingers being slammed in a desk. She was like, Kat, please go to, please go to the nurse's office with me. Yeah, I, that was weird. It was like, you want you her want to me? escort? You're a, you're a, you're you, a grown up. You're a, you're a grown up. Girls need kids to, like, again, is this another one of those goosebumps where it's better if they're adults? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, so so we, now we know what the gruel's deal is based on this encyclopedia, which we all know is where real information comes from. Um, and uh, don't forget, there's one seed that's been planted by this encyclopedia. Yes, the encyclopedia also describes another creature in there, which is a potato with teeth. Yep. Just, just for fun. Toothed potato. A toothed potato. And you read that and you go, why did you waste my time with this R.L. Stein? <laughs> What could this possibly... Arlstein uses every part of the buffalo when making his goosebumps. He does. Every part of the potato, no waste. Yeah, except for the fucking our teacher takes us to haunted houses. (laughs) Hey, why wasn't that the book? That would have been nice. That would have been great. Into chapter nine, immediately into another bad. So now they're happening in quicker succession because now they get the now kids get home. Just, now let's just fucking get shit going. Let's yeah. fucking get weird shit going. Killer, chapter ten is not even a full page of no. information. <laughs> it's the, the, so they get home from teacher hurting fingies and learning about the gruel to the dog is missing. The dog named Killer. Which dogs is, are the first to know. Dogs uh-huh. are the first to know. And the Carlos dog are the first to know. And then dogs. And then dogs. <laughs> Actually. So they called chapter 10. Cat's right. He's not brave enough to run away. Don't worry, mom said. I'm sure we'll find him. I've called the police and they're out searching for him right now. Wow. That's (laughs) really. And here's the thing. You know how they got that? And I like to think this is RL being clever is they named their dog killer. So all the parents would be like, there's a killer on the loose. loose? (laughs) We need you to find him. Looks like a dog. Very cute. Moves on four legs like a dog. But don't worry about that. Do not shoot. Don't shoot. Bring him alive. Yeah. Do not approach. He'll run. <laughs> Could you, if you read that sentence in the 90s that you called the police to look for your dog and they actually did it. I can see, well, I, we can assume maybe they called the police to help for the dog, which I can see parents telling their kids they did. Um, and then, <laughs> That's another uh, power move. I guess they could just say that they said, the police say they're they going to find totally your dog. totally did. Yeah. No, mom and dad know what's up. This is, but this is the, see, this is the fucking cowardice of this book because (laughs) dog missing and you go, oh, that's maybe scary. Yeah. And then this is, this is where you can have that part where she's out stapling up pictures of dog and spooky thing happens. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, maybe she hears the dog in the sewer. Oh. You get to a sewer, and someone bites her arm off. Yeah, yeah and then goes down there, and it's it, it's the bagruel again. I mean, that does kind of happen, you know. They, like it's 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 so frustrating how it's like they're all the pieces of a horror story in here. Yeah, they're just uh, <laughs> loosely <laughs> spread out, just kind of put together in the least interesting way possible. Well, <laughs> and it's a bummer because the the bagruel does not really have any agency whatsoever. It, or at least powers, enough it seems. Yeah, like no. it, it's just it's it's like this like like benign kind of like not benign but like this um what's like not inactive. It's what's the word? Relatively I'm for? like. Passive. It's like a passive restrained. Yeah, yeah. It's like having a passive 
antagonist sucks. It's yeah, fucking boring. Yeah, because they, like, they don't talk. It doesn't even actually really move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at some, basically... And, and you're hoping for things to happen because it seems to be ramping up because it starts to change colors when bad things yeah, happen. Well, so, then, sorry, it seems to be ramping up because as you get farther along in the book, you're like, that's how things are supposed to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, because there's blood and it sucks up the blood. Yeah, it's weird. Like and it, it gets so excited. But it is a it is a sponge though, so that's that would have happened. It, that anyway. is what they do. That is in fact what they do. I I do want to just say, <laughs> uh, this is from chapter eleven. She spots the gruel down on the floor. Dead, I hoped. I bent down. <laughs> Gross, I yelped. The gruel was breathing and throbbing faster and harder than ever before. Ooh, ooh, I'm assuming it sounds like a donkey. Yeah. I leaned in closer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it chuckles. <laughs> hey, what's that? I murmured. <laughs> I guess you'd call the noise a laugh. A dry, cruel snicker that sounded more like a cough. Then, as I listened to that evil laugh, the gruel began changing. Its color suddenly brightened from dull brown to light pink. As I stared in amazement, the gruel turned bright tomato red. As the red, as red as the blood in my, fuck, as red as the blood on my cut hand. It's embarrassed. It's, yeah, it's like I get embarrassed around blood. I'm sorry. It's just, it's my weird thing. And I don't know why you won't accept it about so it. So it can, it can make noise now. It could, it could. <laughs> and every time something bad happens, it's like, it's like. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> which you're like, all right, it's, it's getting more sentient. It, yes. It's becoming. A, it's more, starting a, to vocalize. You're like, in, like in a chapter or two, it's going to pop arms and legs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, going to start. It's gonna grow into a i mean that's you see you, you think you think it should is, it seems like the progression it seems like the progression just spoiler alert like the book does at various chapters to tell you what will happen it does it not does not no yeah she's now trying now it's her sort of trying to bargain and figure out like how do i get rid of this fucking thing i don't want to have bad luck forever and i also don't want to die i also don't want to die by getting rid of this thing because the, the the encyclopedia said that i will die yes and clearly I will. The encyclopedia no. is right. Why Ch else would we have read it? It was Chap in the school library. It was in the school library. Um, chapter 14, the previous chapter, she buries the gruel. They bury it in the, in the yard. So sweet. So um, sweet. And then this is the second page of chapter 14. When the alarm rang the next morning, I bounced out of bed and ran to the window to check the weather. Oh, no. I uttered a low moan of horror. The backyard. It looks like a desert. Overnight, the grass had all burned brown. All the pink begonias dropped to the ground dead and brown. Dad's red roses had shriveled and turned black. Poor Dad, I thought. He worked so hard to make the yard beautiful. And now, as I, stared, as I stared at the ugly dead yard, I tried to force the thought from my mind, like Jojo would. But yeah. deep down inside, I knew exactly how it all happened, unlike Jojo. The gruel. gruel. Of course. Because it was in the ground. What's weird to me, though, is she said... Well, she mentioned you in the book, which is weird. She did. Were. She called you out by name. She did call me by name. <laughs> but also what was weird. How was that? I don't know how to explain that one. Yeah, that was weird. But uh, especially because 20 years ago, I didn't go by that name. But <laughs> um, the other thing was, uh, why did she say it burned down, then looked yeah. like a desert? Like, yeah. what is it? Like, like fires like, don't stop at houses. The, the, I think the plants just like self incinerated I, I guess you'd be like when you leave something in the sun like it's too hot but it's definitely like was the idea that she didn't bury it under the yard right she well she buried it just in the yard yeah so she buried it in the ground so then it used its psychic powers in the ground 
to make the eat every single blade of grass. Like it, it made every single blade of grass feel so bad about itself. Okay. okay. I just went up and puff. The only bad gotcha. luck a plant can experience is death. It doesn't have. It doesn't. It, it doesn't have a lot of range. It doesn't have a lot of range with plants, yeah. unfortunately. So, uh, so that happens. It's just another example of gruel being gruel. Gruel's gonna grow. Gruel's gonna grow. Gruel's gotta do what a gruel gotta do. Uh, mm-hmm. Chapter fifteen and sixteen, we meet a character that you think is gonna matter and does not. There's Which also is, in chapter sixteen where she hits the gruel with a with a book. I love that part. Oh, I love it. But she doesn't. She doesn't say, "I'll throw the book at it." We do have an unnecessary ancillary character to get. Yeah, well, we have Aunt Louise, which is supposed to be the cool aunt, who she's mm-hmm. like, Aunt Louise will know what this is. And then they talk for five <laughs> seconds, and Aunt Louise is just like, this is just a fucking sponge. The end. And that's the end of Aunt Louise. The end of Aunt Louise. You're like, oh, new character that's going to be maybe a witch, or she'll like, like be mystical. Maybe she'll see something different about the gruel, you know, add some information that makes the plot progress nope. or something. She's no. just high on weed, Danielle. So chapter 16, um, Kat's had enough at this point. It, the gruel has pushed her too far. Cat's cat's starting to lose a little bit. She's starting to lose it. Uh, it says, for me, it is page 60, chapter 16. I thought of dad's fall off the ladder, the tree branch, Miss Vanderhoff's fingers, killer running away, my spoiled birthday party, our dry rotted backyard. It was all too 9/11, much. 9-11, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> the economy. The Ugh. shooting of Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> Everything NFTs. can be traced back to this gruel. With a desperate cry, I yanked the evil thing out of its cage. Then I slammed it down hard on my desk. Breathing hard, my heart pounding, I grabbed one of my heaviest textbooks, which would probably be like a science or a math book. Probably. Yeah, I'm picturing like a calc book. Just yeah, a big book that says math on it. Math, just, <laughs> just math. math. Just math, big British, letters. Maths. I grabbed one of my heaviest textbooks and I slammed it down on the gruel. Die! I shouted, <laughs> please die! I raised the book high, pounded the gruel with it again, again. I pounded hard enough to kill anything. <laughs> Finally, I stopped. Gasping for breath, my arms aching, I stared down at what I'd done. Yuck, what a mess. Brown and pink shreds of gruel <laughs> littered my desk. I had smashed it to pieces. Yes, I cried breathlessly. Yes. Finally, I had finally destroyed the evil creature. Yes, I cried again, but my cry stuck in my throat as the pink and brown shreds started to move. I stared down in horror and began to shake all over. Can you guess what fucking happened? Yeah, it put itself back together. And it was even happier than before. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, harder, daddy. Spank me, daddy. Smoosh me, yeah. daddy. Yeah. Yeah. So can't show. Now she is. Now she so is. So she can't kill it with book. No, she tried no. book and book education. Science and math cannot approach this creature. So heavy books are Nothing. not the answer. Nothing. Definitely. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, the, and this is not the first time she gets violent now. Yeah. No, she's like, anytime she sees the world, she is like filled with hate. Is there there anything that just gets your goat like that? You know, just really gets your gruel. Ah, what gets my gruel? (laughs) Ah. That just got her gruel. It got her her, her gruel. gruel. Yeah. 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 So after that, uh, Carlo comes over, hangs out with Daniel and swipes the gruel. Just fucking straight straight up takes it. Just takes it. Knowing full well that having taken it will kill Kat. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, well. (laughs) Kat's not entirely subscribed to the idea that she will die quite yet. Although at this point, I'd be like, this thing's, we're doing weird shit. Sure. This thing is more powerful than I would like. It killed the begonias. It killed all of the begonias. And my dog is gone. 
we're almost to the end because the next few chapters is literally them finding Carlo. Now Carlo got hurt. And yeah, Carlo's hurt. Now we gotta search for the gruel. We gotta try to find the gruel because yeah, he lost the gruel, fell out of his basket, and then after so much going down into a sewer. Oh yeah, there's the little it moment. Well, there's the part where two bullies take it and then... Oh yeah, then they die. And, well, here's the part I do want to get past all that. They they finally discover that maybe these kids who Carlo was racing on his bike before he crashed horribly, one of them may have taken the gruel because why not? You're a child and you And see, you're like, look, tiny dirty sponge. Hey, look, a piece of garbage. Let me take this. Well, here so and, and just and to this. And so they did. And here's what I do want to say is I don't understand why they didn't put just put a line in here that the gruel had some sort of siren-esque property. Yeah, because otherwise I'm like... Who wants this fucking thing? No one wants a little tiny piece of fucked up sponge. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like everybody wants it. Everybody needs this gruel. Yeah, everyone's hot for this gruel. It would have it would have made sense if it was some sort of weird thing where you just... Yeah, like it's got some kind of like psychic effect. Yeah, something, you yeah. know? Yeah. So Anything. Anything, anything at all. I, now, would, I would accept. I, I will say this is so this is chapter uh, chapter 23. They find the bullies who have the gruel and being bullies of sorts. They do not want to give this piece of garbage back to this to is the our kids. trash. We're keeping <laughs> it back off. And they're being real shits about being it. real shits about it, which Kat is just like, you know what? Keep it. You'll be <laughs> sorry. Yeah, she's like, this thing's bad luck. <laughs> that I did like, actually, because yeah. it's kind of like, well, like, fine. Uh, even cats kind of like I mean this I mean hey the problem will solve itself yeah so I'm just gonna walk away which is what happens and I will say Danielle can you can you confirm for Joe and the audience that I absolutely called this oh yeah happening yes which is a callback to another Goosebumps this book. has happened before this has happened <laughs> before so so they're playing baseball at the park um, and she's like keep the gruel you piece of shit <laughs> uh, leave the cannoli leave the cannoli <laughs> So uh, as I backed off, I shouted at the two older boys. This is page 79, chapter 23. Blonde guy shrugged his shoulders, laughed, and hurried off to take his turn at bat. He made a big show, tucking the sponge into his back pocket where he knew I couldn't get it. He stepped to the plate, crouched in the batter stance. And what happens when we're on a baseball field with R.L. Stein? Which, oh, wait, if you let R.L. Stein onto a baseball field with children. Oh, someone's leaving with a skull fracture. Somebody is getting beamed in the head, and that's what happened. This kid gets fucking nailed in the skull. Right in the fucking head. <laughs> It's just the sound, apparently the sound of a skull cracking is thwock. Thwock. His eyes rolled around wildly. He wobbled and sank to the ground again. It's like comedy time because he was just like the first pitch. Yeah, Yeah, right? Just doesn't even wait. Just nailed him in the fucking head just like that kid from uh, Say Cheese and Die. Yep. Exact same situation. And what is, and then she's just like, oh, tight. Like, oh, good. Okay. Bye. And then they go, is he okay? Is he? And... She doesn't even stop to see if he's alive. She just takes it and goes. You saw the girl roll out of the boy's pocket because it's just, it's whimsical like I'll that. I'll take this. Excuse me. Yeah, I'll just take this. <laughs> get his All wallet. Right. Get his gruel. Backing up slowly into Got a it. bush. I'm just looking for his insurance cards and his gruel. And his gruel. He, have you seen that gruel? And what I like, though, is on page 24, she takes it back and she she was upset at how how pleased it acted with so, so <laughs> yeah, happy it got knocked real. the blonde boy out, even though she was the one 
who did rob the blonde boy after he may have died. Yeah, and then left him for dead. Yeah. yeah. And kind of instigated it by honestly just being like, yeah, let the bad yeah, luck happen like, to okay, you. Okay, fine. Fuck off. She did, then she almost got hit by a truck. Yeah, yep. almost got hit by a truck. And then her tire went flat. So just, I mean, like, this is what I mean, right? Like, there's no... There's no, there's no logic. Unfortunate events. It's like... We Step start with nail, nail and, f- and foot. We end with bike down, tire. Possibly yeah. arson, skull yeah. fracture. Skull fracture. A car almost hit me, which is just as easy as saying traffic was here. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 like, oh my God, it's who cares. It's because we have to get her to lose her shit somehow. And somehow a truck being there will yeah. do it. Well, in this, I do want to just read, uh, it's chapter 25. The the I think possibly the... This either the, the second to last time she loses her shit against it. This is like this is in the in the dark reboot. Oh yeah, this is, I, I know, I know. This is, yeah. this is rough. So she's there. She's trying to bike home at this point. They're just trying to get back to the house with the gruel. Um, the bike toppled to its side because her her tire hit something and the tire went flat. Ow! I cried. I'm spending a lot of time on the ground. I realized. I examined the tire. Completely shredded. Bad luck. Bad luck forever. <laughs> I heard the gruel swig laughed. Uh, the sound filled me with rage. I kicked the bicycle and stuffed my toe on the metal wheel rim. Ow! I yelped, grabbed my foot. Bad luck, bad luck. Look, that's your fault, girl. Okay. Yeah, you did that. With a furious cry, I grabbed the evil sponge and flung it to the ground. Then I jumped back on my bike and started to run over the gruel. Back and forth, back and forth, squishing the evil creature into the ground. And then Daniel was like, stop, you're killing it. <laughs> or you can't kill it. What are you doing? <laughs> Look at it. The girl's getting more excited. It's a sub. What do you think you're doing? It's a child equivalent of like, I don't know. It's it's like curbs. She could she was curb stomping. stomping Basically. Like she can't drive a car, so the next best thing. But then she does, but guys, this is the thing, right? She goes, you know what? You're right. And she takes it and goes to the house and Daniel goes, now what are you gonna do? And she goes, (laughs) you'll see in an ominous way. And then she turns on the hot water full force. Mm Mm-hmm. Which it hot, so that doesn't get that hot. Yeah, it's just to make sure that like if you're putting fat down the sink, it doesn't coagulate. That said, she does turn on the garbage disposal. Oh yeah, yeah. and she is. Oh my god, she has murder in her eyes, and just does that thing that you're like, that's gonna, that's a horror. That's like, that's throwing a ghoulie down the sink. You know, so we all know that that never works. Yeah, and then what happens is. What did you think? What did you think was going to happen when that happened? The same thing has happened when well, she fucking smushed. It. I thought it was going to be a bunch of little gruels. Now that would have been great if they just came out like, like. So what I what I have thought was, she would have done this this thing, and then she would have you know like the next night, right? Mm-hmm. Like the very relieved. So she thinks she, that she killed it, type and then she would look to the gerbil cage, and there it was. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. With with, with no explanation, or or like it cat or came back. It comes back, but now it does have like a full mouth, or it like has cat, like like the cat in the hat. Yeah, exactly. The cat came back in the hat, and it's you can't kill the cat. Can't kill the cat in the hat. Um, <laughs> and at that and at that point, we could we could see what happens next. But so it just comes back out of the sink. Yeah, same thing. It just pops right back. Although, yeah, like Jeff, I really do love the idea of it. Like she she shoves it down the garbage disposal, turns it on, and then out bursts just a geyser of tiny gruels. That's what I thought was going to happen. Running around. 
squealing and, and <laughs> like critters. I yeah. picture them like the little dust moats from um, Spirited Away. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah but like not as cute, obviously. And Totoro. And Totoro. Yeah. But no, it just it just pops back out. Just can't kill it. You just have it. It's just like a it's like a phone charm. You can't it's get rid of. It's yours now. Yeah. yeah. And then we finally get to the end of the book, which is the the it makes sense with the lore it's set up. Yeah, it does. It's but it's also a very it's almost as disturbing to read as the parts where she is increasingly violent toward it. The uh, the the encyclopedia said that the gruel could not be killed by force or violence. Ha ha. Which is the action equivalent of, you know. No man can kill me. Well, I am no man. Yes, yes, it is that. Yeah, but now it's instead she kills it with kindness. Yes, which but they don't even say that. No, I, they don't even actually say the phrase "kill it with kindness," which is a big miss. Yeah, because it's them. like right there, dude. But she yeah. starts. Oh, she starts being nice to it. She just goes, "Oh fuck." I can't believe she, she goes like, is it really that simple? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, oh, God. There's a part where it, it's funny and I would love to see this on on the big screen or on the small screen. Uh, I forced myself. This is chapter 27. The first page. I forced myself to stroke the gruel lovingly. <laughs> I hugged the slimy thing and cuddled it in my arms as I oh, would a who's soft a good puppy. Girl? Who's a good boy? You want to go for <laughs> you want to go for walkies? <laughs> is this is my favorite part, though. Little gruel, cute gruel. You are so nice, so sweet, so wonderful. I love you, gruel. And then Daniel says, cat, please stop. You're upsetting me. <laughs> You're upsetting I'm me. I'm really worried about you, cat. <laughs> Imagine being like just a fly on the wall, seeing this girl lose her mind. And all of a sudden she starts like of being super affectionate to this thing that she tried to murder earlier. What kind of relationships is she going to have later in her life? Very unhealthy ones. Unhealthy ones. Um, and then, guess what? It works. It turns back into a sponge, and then I guess it gets dusted by Thanos, because... Yeah, because it, like, it just... It turns, it turns it into, like, away and is, and is dead. It is dead. And that's the end. Well, the end end is not the end end, but... It's not uh, the end we'll, end. Well, well, course, the end. Yeah, well, and... But the, did you see... Did you mention that she kissed it? Yeah, I, well, I think that's the last thing <gasps> oh, that she does right. is she kisses it. She, yes. she, she raised she, the winkled sponge to her face, and she plants a, fl- a fat kiss on it. She oh, says. yeah. And the tongue, two boys make disgruntled... She puts a tongue. Oh, my God. Do you know what this reminds me of? No, what? Jeff. Oh, my... Okay, who has watched Ernest Scared Stupid? I have, but I don't remember. I don't remember. If anyone listening has watched Ernest Scared Stupid, this ending is a beat by beat for the ending of Ernest Scared Stupid, which is... He romances a sponge? He romances a troll. Because <gasps> oh, he can't kill the troll. Right. And they say it's it's they say mother's milk is the cure. This troll, basically love kills these trolls, which are turning kids into like stone figurines or wood figurines. And it ends with Ernest hugging it and being sweet with it after like fighting it the whole time. And then it ends with him giving a big old kiss. And that's just too much for it. This is exactly like that. Yeah. Kill it with kisses. Kill it with kisses. Hey, Vern. Um, <laughs> got this dang here gruel. So the gruel then, uh, yeah, it just turns and it's Thanos dusted mm-hmm. and that's the end. And then, and then uh, just because we, the audience at this point are like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what did I just read? That's when that's when she goes. That's when she says, instead of why well, killed it with kindness, she says, "I know the girl couldn't be killed by force or violence, but what about the opposite? The opposite of force or violence? 
love. I can imagine about the opposite of force. I can imagine the opposite of either of those things. I'm being completely honest. God, the opposite of violence is not love. The like, opposite of force is an equal force. Oh my God. Do not break out physics, you son of a bitch. I guess I would take it almost what she said is the opposite of force and violence would be sitting and doing nothing. <laughs> or like, just kind of look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be like soothing. It would be like healing. Well, it, healing is the opposite of yeah, that. or like just like not reacting. Yeah. So you know, kind of just being zen. Yeah, let it yeah. let it roll over you. Just kind of let yeah. let the river gruel take you where it this, may. Right, ride the river gruel. Don't resist. Once you're locked into that wave, you got to just let it take you. It where, take it. where you yeah. like. You got to ride the wave, but the wave wave is taking you where you need to go gruel gruel life is what the tattoo i can, I can get <laughs> life no, is gruel no no regruel no <laughs> i don't regruel anything no regruels no <laughs> i didn't know this book and i was like oh it's a monster or something under the kitchen sink i didn't know that it was a fucking sentient sponge that causes bad luck so good on you arl stein yeah. for unexpected for, for making this an unexpected thing so not my not my least favorite this is so middle for me see I adore the fact that they're actually like very visceral descriptions gives me of joy. sponges? I mean, if, if that's what it takes for Arl Stein to, to get descriptive, hey, I'll take it. You know yeah. what? I just, there's so much tactileness in this book and anger. I love it. They're so bad. Yeah, it is a very emotional, uh, emotional journey that this a young girl a, goes A tour through. de force. A tour de force. One might say. We can say, are we done with that? But we're done with the book now, right? We're done with it. Okay. I I have something I'd love to share with you as kind of a a little piece de resistance before we get into behind the the screens, as it were. Oh. All right. So this is an article that popped up. I didn't look for it. It just was on like my little feed. Oh, unprovoked. Unprovoked um, from movieweb.com, which is obviously a reputable website. Sounds exactly (laughs) like. Sounds like even Screen Rant would look to that (laughs) one. Screen Rant would be like, oh. So this Mm. is going to, this is going to, frustrate the fuck out of you just so you know oh good the title of this article is by zach wenzel which was published two days ago goosebumps books that need a modern live action adaptation i don't even need to hear anymore but go on yeah all right so there's six books that it states need to have a live action adaptation so either um with the goosebumps resurgence seemingly on the way we thought it would be a scary good time to look at what goosebumps stories need a modern day live adaptation so they're talking about either movie why or tv he, show why does he think that because <laughs> and there have been how like, old is this article? It's two days old, man. Thing, like, <laughs> Why does he? He can't just say that. The first book that it says it needs to have a live, a modern live action adaptation. We have not read it. Is the Curse of Camp Cold Lake? So I cannot speak to that. Curse of Camp Cold Lake. I yeah, I do not do not know about that one. Heard of that one? Number five. And I'm going to tell you the name of it, and then I'm going to read you exactly why they think it needs to have a modern oh, day adaptation. No. It should be familiar, A Night in Terror Tower. Ah. <laughs> One of the best adaptations to come out of the original series <laughs> is based on A Night in Terror Tower and focuses on a brother and sister who find themselves back in time and at the mercy of a deadly king and execution. Actually, they find London. themselves forward in time, but whatever. I don't want to be pedantic about it. And it, so it's like this book is about them being back in time. They're back in time for like four chapters, my dude. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah Zach. Hey. I don't know what book you thought you read, but it wasn't that it's one. Not yeah. That. yeah no. It says that magical and mythical elements in the story with modern day effects and CG can no, make for a compelling. No, no, no. <laughs> There's really that, not, none of that happens. Now, now if nothing. you think that one's frustrating, 
guess what the next one is. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm gonna guess. I want to guess uh, that underwater one. So already, but this is the thing, right? Like for Zach to say that means he didn't. <laughs> he didn't read do his reading. Like, he read the back of the book, probably busted. No, he didn't even. He read the front of the book, the cover. What would you say? This, the rest are kind of whatever. It's the next one that is going to blow your mind, and I want you to tell me which book you think it is, knowing okay, that. The Lawn Gnomes. Curse the Mass Mutant. You're saying the Mass Mutant, and Daniel, you're saying Lawn Gnomes. Uh, no, it is one even more wild than those two. It is Legend <gasps> of you the can Lawn. What? Fuck you off. <laughs> what, does he say, what does he say about that one? It is a two-sentence explanation. Legend of the Lost Legend is one of the fantasy epics featured throughout the Goosebumps series and follows two siblings as they join their father to the country of Brovania to seek out an ancient manuscript. A whirlwind fantasy adventure is perfect for a modern-day live-action adaptation. That's all Hey, Zach. Hey, Zach. Zach. Zach? <laughs> Wait, okay. Zach? None of that's true. Zach, none of that's true. That's Everything like, you said that is, is not That true. is somebody trying to pare down a bad story for like an elevator pitch to get he, money. Jeff, he looked at the cover of the book, saw Viking Lady. Yeah, Viking yeah. Lady standing on a chest. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The number three is One Day at Horrorland, which okay, is whatever. That's fair. That's number fair. two is Attack of the Mutant. All right. Fair. Um, and number one is the one that we all know is going to be the one. It's one of one of two books that you would think that they would say is the number one. That slappy. Sponge. Slappy. It would be Sponge. No, that would be great. No, uh, it's not Slappy. It is Haunted Mask. Oh, I can't um, believe Slappy is not on. I, I saw this article and I was like, all right, I'll look at it real quick. And as soon as I saw Night and Terror Tower. Like, and okay, then, this is this article is absolute <laughs> nonsense legend of the lost legend yeah uh, that one that is priceless I almost feel, jeff i almost feel like you need to comment like zach you did not read any of these because none of these are about the things you're saying i mean i don't want to blame zach for what he's doing i mean hey we gotta this, pay rent i get this it is, <laughs> this is misinformation <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, this, this, is fake, this is literally fake news this is yeah. what we're trying to fight in this modern day information age you know but yeah, I wanted to share that article that popped up well, on my thank feed you, magically. Jeff. That was horrible. Thank yeah. you for for that troubling information. And you, know, and you know who else we should thank is the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song <laughs> Bad Dream off the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check it out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. And I want you to know that Geesebumps is just one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out all the stuff we do at mom-hat.com. That's mom a hyphen hat.com. We're also on Tumblr now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're, it wanna, turns out we're t- it turns out we've been Tumblr funny this whole time. Yep, we've been we've been killing it on. Look, Tumblr. we're adaptable. Unlike all these other jokers who like are freaking out about Twitter going down. <laughs> as as as, uh, as Kim has commented, we, it's like we were fish being judged on our ability to breathe. <laughs> but yeah, go follow us. It's it's geesebump. Uh, sorry, it's not even geesebumps. It's momhatstudios.tumblr.com. It, we are still tweeting, just not as much. And yeah, into the ether that always was. Yeah, yep. and. Uh, we have again. Go follow the TikTok. It's um uh it's it's Mom Hat Studios on TikTok and all one word. All one word. It's Mom Hat Studios because Mom Hat Studios we are squatting on with another account we can't access and I can't well, get the name. Whoopsies. Um and uh, yeah, our YouTube. We have literally content on YouTube, on Insta, and on um all the places where all the content things. is fit to consume. Culture is dead. We're not on Facebook. We're not, we are on Facebook. We don't care about Facebook. Yeah, no <laughs> oh, yeah, we should. are, because I made that. You made that. <laughs> so, um, Danielle, would you like to cut us off a piece of that last part of the book? 
We just have to break us off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Yeah, can you can you get this gruel? Can you get the the gruel in all of us trembling with anticipation? Oh, <laughs> anticipation. Okay, um, so Killer's back, and now Killer is uh, whining and and barking at the under the sink cabinet. Right. I bent down and petted the dog's back. Killer, there's nothing in there. The gruel is gone. But Killer kept growling. Okay, okay. I yanked the cabinet door open for the dog. See? Killer shoved his head inside. I grabbed him by the scruff of his neck and pulled him out. He carried something in his teeth. What is that, boy? Daniel asked. Killer dropped his find on the floor, then gazed up at me. I picked it up. Hmm. Something hard. Lumpy. What is it, Daniel asked, stepping close. It's, 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 we call these tumors. Something got to get checked out. <laughs> it's a goiter. I breathed a sigh of relief. No problem. It's only a potato. I started to hand it to Daniel. Here, have a potato. <laughs> but something sharp pricked my finger. Ow, I cried, startled. I rolled the potato over in my hand. It felt warm. I could feel it breathing. Daniel, I don't like the look of this, I murmured. The potato had a mouth full of teeth. Scanning, formatting, and proofing by undead. Whoops, that's not part of it. (laughs) (laughs) That PDF that you're reading from is legitimate. What are you talking about? (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) My name is Jojo, and I have a PhD. (laughs) My name is Daniel, and I actually have a PhD. My name is Jeff, and I have no regrules. Yes, no regrules. This has been Goosebumps, the Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. And until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like somebody I used to.